T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome to Glamier. Hi, this is Dr. Tabas Samir. I'm a cosmetic dermatologist, owner, and founder of Mir Skin Cosmetic in New York City and star of an Emmy Award-winning Bravo TV show. My podcast is all about great conversations with your favorite celebrities, media personalities, and well-known experts in the worlds of lifestyle, celebrity, relationships, and more. Through their stories, I hope to uplift, inspire, and educate. This is Glamier. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Glam Mirror. I've got one of my favorite ladies in the house. Stephanie Holman, who's an original cast member of Real Housewives of Dallas, is back for a second time around talking about her second season and welcome. Thank you so much. It's so good to be here. You're one of my favorite, um, like last year, like podcasts or even interviews, honestly. You're so sweet. So. I appreciate, you know, it's funny. I appreciate that. So thank you. But we, you sat with me and Travis was here last year. Mm-hmm. I miss Travis. So hi, Travis, if you're listening. We miss Aww, you. Hi, I wish baby. you were here. Um, I just something about meeting you that day and talking with you. And then throughout the year, we've seen each other at all these different events mm-hmm. and we became friends. Yeah. No. And so that's one of the nice perks of what I do. I really enjoy the people that I've met because I feel I get to know them because we just get straight to the point. Yeah, no, it's fun. And, and, Exactly. Like, it's also really nice to have a relationship outside yeah. of just meeting somebody doing an interview because now it's like I'm here and I feel like I'm with my girlfriend, not, yeah. you know, just an interview. And it kind of started to feel that way last year mm-hmm. we were talking. Like, by the time we were done, we were like, oh, my goodness, come to Dallas. And then Travis actually said, you're single. There's something wrong with New York. No, you yes. You need to come I to know. New York. Come, come, not to come, come, to, you, Dallas. come to Dallas. Yes. Yeah. So this season, um, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. You kind of had gone into the Housewives of Dallas last year with your best friend Brandy and I remember you guys saying we're a team we're mm-hmm. going to do this together and our bond is unbreakable um, well this season started out really rough because yes. you guys came in as not friends enemies dare I say um, you had a major rift in your relationship um, what happened you know I think a lot of it is um, whenever we went in it was so much fun and you're you're filming and our relationship was purely based on like fun mm-hmm. friendship like happiness and then um I you never really know whenever the show is airing how hard it is until you live it and then you're on Twitter it is hard people so don't hard. realize and then Twitter is like another oh my evil gosh. thing that they don't warn you about no and it's it literally can suck your soul mm-hmm. if you let it and I feel like that's I feel like we both let it become our life mm-hmm. so instead of like our families and you know the friends that we've known forever like living that life uh-huh. it was like the sh- sorry the show and everything that was happening and yeah. twitter and all the negativity that was going on kind of took over and it just became a really toxic environment for our friendship and um and it was really hard and i think we just honestly grew apart and not together mm-hmm. um well feelings get hurt yes 100%. and feelings get hurt and let me take people through this scenario and please correct no, me. No, I will. You start off as friends and you come into the situation and you're with a bunch of other women, mm-hmm. some of whom you're just never going to be friends with, mm-hmm. right? And then you yes. get birds chirping in your friend's ear. You have people who are living in the same bubble as you filming. 
in each other's ears. You read things about each other in the press. You read things about each other in the blogs. Mm -hmm. Some of the stuff is taken out of context. 100%. Some of the stuff is really not nice. Mm -hmm. And then this person who's your friend, you're starting to think has all of these secret negative thoughts about you yes and that's how you start becoming not friends yes much like high school I know it is it's a <laughs> lot like high school however my high so school you were back in high easy. school yeah yeah um it, I did feel like it did feel like that like it felt like you read into everything and then you watch you watch episodes and you read each other's blogs and then you read other people's blogs and then you know and it just becomes it just became so toxic I cannot even explain it um and I feel like we were both in a bad place and then I think it just we weren't communicating about mm -hmm. our feelings and it just exploded and then um it literally just stopped talking for five months for four months for four months mm -hmm. and um you know kind of episode one i think yes i might have the episodes incorrect but you were at a party at the same time mm -hmm. and you kind of just started talking again and how did you decide to become so back part of each other's lives oh my goodness so for the first few episodes I was trying to talk to her mm -hmm. um, because whenever we weren't talking I was reaching out to her yeah. at least once a week so you were always reaching 100%, out to her and she just yes. wasn't re reaching out back no why do you think it was so unequal why do you think she was more angry I don't know I think we just Brandy and I deal with things very different like I think yeah. everyone has ways that they mm -hmm. deal with mm -hmm. with stuff like even with my husband like mm -hmm. if I'm mad at him or he's mad at me I will hound him until he answers the phone because I hate yeah it like sucks my soul to have yeah. it to where things aren't said and there's all this stuff but other people kind of like cut you know cut people off and deal mm -hmm. with things and I think Brandy and I just have very different ways of dealing yeah. with some people cut you off and yeah. other people like to talk about yeah it, like yeah. some people just need space I'm not one of those people like space drives me crazy I just right. like to fix it um but so yeah so it drove me crazy and I felt like I was just like every week calling her messaging her like trying to figure out and what happened. And it didn't make you mad or angry that she wasn't responding? It just hurt you more, made I was you more motivated? Always, yeah. I was always only hurt. I was never, I don't know, I wasn't angry because mm -hmm. I love Brandy. We had our babies together mm -hmm. and our families, our friends. So yeah. there was an anger. Like even when we were filming, I wasn't angry. I was extremely hurt. Um, and so how did it feel when, you know, you have somebody who, Leanne, Yes, yeah. that was hard. Because okay, I, so let me just tell people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Leanne is not a fan of yours um, for whatever reason, and she thinks you absolutely hate her. Uh -huh. And so this particular woman became your best friend's friend. Yes. And confidant. And mm -hmm. how that's never fun. No, it was so, you know, it was hard because um, because at that moment I was trying to mend things with Brandy, yeah. and then I felt like Leanne was – like a bodyguard almost like she wouldn't let me talk to her she would interject every time yeah. I tried to say something it was just really hard and hurtful it's like your enemy's enemy is your friend that's exactly yeah, what happened it, yeah. pretty much yes uh -huh. yes so it was just really hard because it was like another layer of first of all it's humiliating and so hard to put something like that personal out there mm -hmm. and then to do it and have to not only deal with you know the stuff with Brandy but also have a second layer which is Leanne that yeah. wasn't really even letting us talk whenever we were together yeah she was like blocking you guys. yeah it was just really really hard it was probably the hardest thing I felt like a zombie for a good four to six weeks of filming because you felt like you couldn't get through I, I felt like I couldn't get through and I felt to just, your friend yeah. yeah and I felt very um I don't marginalized know. yeah and I, I yes exactly and like yeah. I just I did not know what to do like I felt mm -hmm. very helpless yeah what the heck's the beef? Why is there such an issue? You're such a nice woman. Thank you. I don't understand it because there's like some venom out there. I don't get it's it. So you know, I don't get yeah. it. I just can only think that some people just don't want to like the nice girl. No, I think that's. I think a lot of it is. Yeah. You're also well, and whenever you're on a 
on a show like this, I do feel like nobody wants to be the one that's targeted or, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I think people sometimes, I feel like if we weren't doing this show together, Mm -hmm. it would probably be different because then there wouldn't be like, somebody has to look bad, somebody has to be, you know, it's almost like. So you think in one person needs to be the evil I evil think, might be a strong word, but there's always an evil witch in every every fairy yeah, tale. Yeah, well, I, I do, but and I also feel like nobody wants to be targeted, you know, because yeah. there has to be drama. I mean, it just goes along with everything. Nobody wants to be targeted. Nobody so wants I to feel be like target. everyone's trying to figure out, okay, who do we not like? Who is that? So you can you can deflect away from you. Yes, gotcha. absolutely. Sometimes it's easier. Do you easier. think you're that girl this season? I think in the beginning I was, yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, with your friendship now, you guys are kind of with Brandy. You're uh-huh. kind of back a yeah, little bit. Is like it the same so as it was before? You're, is it a little bit weird? Because when you don't talk to somebody for a while and you start talking to them, it can be a little ramp-up period before it feels normal. Yeah. You know, in the be- I mean, it was. It was like slow mm-hmm. progression. But I will say I feel like it, it's better than it was before. Mm-hmm. Because now even, you know, the same situation as last year, it gets mm-hmm. hard. Like, yeah. You know, it's you're on social media and it's super hard to, to navigate. But then now, I feel like I have barriers. Like I look at it very differently. You like have boundaries that people hundred percent. It's like, all about boundaries. Exactly. What has this season been like differently for you? Because I think first season was kind of like a nice, you know, maybe not for Carrie, but yeah. for the most part, it was pretty pleasant. You guys got to just like I had so much fun. dress up, film for TV. But this season, it's like people's claws are out pretty early. Do you think it's because you're part of the franchise of the Housewives and you have to deliver more drama this season? I I mean, I would would think yes, honestly. I feel like... Does it feel different? I mean, there was definitely more pressure, Mm -hmm. but I also feel like it was different for me because I came in with... A lot of anxiety. With a lot of anxiety and with something very personal going on with Brandy. So it was very different. So I just, I know, I knew what I was getting into going into it. Got it. Well, one of the things people have said about you, and you know you and I have talked mm-hmm. about this, yeah. is they're like, they criticize you because they think that you don't have an opinion or a voice or uh-huh. anything like that. And we've discussed this. Yeah. And I th- I've said to you, you, just because you're a nice person doesn't mm-hmm. mean you don't have a voice. People confuse that, you know? What would you say to them? What's, what's. You know, it's so funny. Um, I feel like, I feel like you can be nice and do this show I really do I think you I think um I do think I have an opinion I think I'm very cautious about other people's feelings like even whenever Leanne came to my house you know dressed as me to kind of you know slap me in the face a little bit I felt like there were two ways to handle it I could have gone down to her level and kicked her out and been Mm -hmm. rude and aggressive or I could have just let it blow off and I feel like you can still say you know that hurt my feelings but Mm -hmm. but not get to that level and then also you know, like that would have made everybody at my house uncomfortable, mm-hmm. not just me. So I'd rather be the one uncomfortable sometimes than yeah. make other people uncomfortable. Uh, so what you're referring to, she came to the house dressed as like a Cruella DeVille yeah, kind like of character. Yeah, like a two-faced character. A two-faced yeah. character in some sort of – why does she think you're two-faced? I have no idea. I think, well, and I don't take it back, I did write Brandy a text message because oh. I had heard mm-hmm. from Carrie that Leanne was saying things mm-hmm. about me that were very untrue, mm-hmm. um, and it had to do with Brandy. Mm-hmm. Um, so – those text messages can come I back know. to I know. I told you, Brandy, they? I'm like, next year if we do this, make my name like Cinnamon Holman or something. No, that way they can never. Yeah, or like Snapchat. <laughs> exactly. The disappearing like, text. It it's always they... Snapchat. Yeah. I'm careful. Sometimes like, I don't text people when I know that it could come back. Yeah, no. Know? I just literally was thinking. I Snapchat. I was, I was literally thinking it would never. But you know what? I don't even. Now I don't mind that she saw it because. But I wish I would have just said to her face, like, why, why would you say that? You know it's untrue. Yeah. You yeah. know. You know, you're trying to start something, so why would you say something that you know in your heart is an untruth fact about me instead of doing that to Brandy? Because then it just so you're speaking your mind this season. And you're showing. Yeah, I feel like I feel like even as you see everything play out, 
Um, even the stuff with Brandy and Carrie, I do feel like I tried to follow my heart, mm-hmm. not my friendships, because sometimes I feel like I try to be more loyal and then sometimes to them than I am to myself. Yeah, you always have to be loyal to yourself first. Mm-hmm. Speaking of something that I know you really enjoy more than anything in life. Yes. <laughs> Fishing. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's horrible. So there you have a season, uh, it's an episode where you're fishing with the ladies. And you know what's really funny? Um, I had interviewed Carrie the other day, uh-huh. and I said, how did Stephanie do on the fishing trip? And she was like, great, <laughs> she was a trooper. Okay, tell us the truth. No, okay. I was, I mean. You hate the worms. You I hate the worms. Like <laughs> I don't like touching fish. Like, fish freak me out because I never, I never ate fish growing up. Okay. So my husband did, so I'll make salmon, but I don't touch the scales. Mm-hmm. They freak me out. Yeah. Um, I don't like snakes. Just anything with scales. Anything I, that's slippery. I don't like. So you probably wouldn't eat an eel or something like that. Oh gosh, no, never. Okay, so you basically catch fish by going to Whole Foods. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like I'll pick out the best thing. Yeah. Um, and then I'll make it for my husband, and then I still don't know if it tastes good because I just mm-hmm. I I'm not, You're not a fish a person. Fan. I'm just I get a fan. it. Some people don't like fish. Yeah. But so you, you know, it was really funny watching you fish. It was. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you still looked adorable and as ever, but you know, you just did not want to put that worm on that hook. No. Why? It's a worm. It's, it's a food chain. It's it was normal. alive. Like I just felt like this is not okay. It's uh-huh. dying in front of my eyes. <laughs> like I felt really guilty. Okay, I get it. Did you end up hooking one on? No, never. I refused. <laughs> so you held one in your hand. Did you try and hook it? No, I mean, I, I, tr- I mean, I just couldn't. Like, I felt I like just I was gonna really have. couldn't. I, re- I physically could not do it. I could not kill it. I, I get it, but it was really kind of funny <laughs> and cute at the same time. Thank so, you. But did you enjoy any part of the fishing trip? The, uh, hanging with out with the two yeah. girls, like honestly, it was fun. It was bonding. Mm-hmm. Whose um, idea was it to go fishing? Brandy's. I okay. guess she grew up fishing there. Did you know that before? No, I didn't. I, I, you know, I met Brandy, so I, I feel like I've known more to, more about her, like life in Austin mm-hmm. and you know like you think you know friends. somebody and then you find yeah, out yeah and then you see more. where they come yeah. from and you really get to know somebody yeah. um there's something really funny with you and Travis I, I really wish he was here right now because I would love yes. to hear his side of the story right now um you guys you know Travis flips properties all year it's uh-huh. what he does he yeah. knows he's really you know that's his thing yes and now guess what you're involved because they're flipping your house so yes, yeah, so we bought it. Um, you know, we went and looked at it beforehand, and it was on an auction site, and we got it for an amazing deal. Mm-hmm. But I did not ever think we would get it for that price. Right. So whenever he came on with the champagne, What's the price? bigger, high. Is this public knowledge? The price or I, not? I think it was on the show. It was like a little over five million. Okay. So it, it I mean, was a ballpark. Is so yeah, four point so, five to five point two. Yeah, something like that. Something <laughs> in that okay, ballpark. Okay, gotcha. Um. But um, so whenever we got it, I just kind of freaked out because I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, that's a big purchase, yeah, a. yeah. And I don't even know if I want to live there. Well, when I hear auction, I, I don't think five million. I don't know, but I guess it probably was worth a whole lot more than yes, that. Yes, a lot auction. more than that. Gotcha. Yeah, so, so what was the house worth? Um, I, I want to say online it like was about double. nine something. So so Travis is looking at this as a great investment. He's going to yes. buy it for that and sell it for double. That's yeah, what he's he was thinking. looking at either we like redo it and live there and we are in a great price, or uh-huh. we can sell it, flip yeah. it. So you're living there while he's doing all this? No, no. I, I'm still living in our current okay, home. Okay, gotcha. We have two kids, so it's just yeah, hard, it's hard to like. And we we added on to it. We built mm-hmm. a garage apartment. 
um because my husband collects cars yeah so we're actually gonna live there you are gonna live we're gonna there. live there um we covered the pool it's completely different but it is a labor of love take it's, me through what that's like to be involved now with your husband's house flipping because i feel like he makes a lot of decisions on his own the other yes. houses and now you're involved and i feel like you're not thinking it as a profit way you're thinking it more like a mom like i want to live here with yeah. my children and yeah. it has to has to make sense so um so that's like some 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 yes between the two of you exactly <laughs> you know the best thing to do and we did this for all of our homes is like hire you know a designer because then mm-hmm. they can kind of be on my side a little bit yeah. more um but it's been fun well, they're going to be on the side of whoever wants to spend more money well it's always going to be me okay yes <laughs> so they're always on my side okay um but no but it's i mean it's it's been fun it's it's exhausting because i feel like we have very different tastes like travis mm-hmm. and travis likes to save some money and i'm like let's just do it right because mm-hmm. I want if we're gonna live here, I want to live here and yeah. love it and just make it something that we. So both saving love. money is not doing it right. No, I mean no, I mean you can't like. I think he would keep the pool and yeah. just throw toys in there and be like, "Here's our kids' playroom," you know. Okay. Um, but no, but it's gonna be amazing. We've been yeah. working on it for a little over four months. We have probably four to five months left, uh-huh. um, before it's finished. But it's it's really exciting. And so then you, that's gonna be your home. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for you. I, I, you. I, I, I can't even like imagine doing, well, I, maybe I can, I'm actually all right. I'm good. But I mean, I see like with my mom and dad, when we were kids, they built this addition onto their house mm-hmm. and I've never seen my parents fight more. It's, well, I think if we lived there, we would. Yeah. So right now, um, we're not fighting as much. Like we'll go over things, um, three or four times, but we have to, like, we're always compromising, which is kind of nice. So uh, speaking of the two of you and your marriage, um, this is tough on people's marriages, mm-hmm. this whole thing. 100%. Um, you kind of become, a, you know, as a couple, this is why I have, a, I, I get really, I don't know how people sometimes make it through these sorts of shows because you're pitted against each other. And sometimes, oftentimes, it's your show. It's not the husband's show. Mm-hmm. And they're not okay with what's happening. Um, how did you handle that? So I believe last time I was here, kind of the same thing. We we've always do yeah, we marriage counseling. Um, yeah. So we do we do therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys do therapy together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah. we yeah, just like marriage counseling, mm-hmm. just a few times a month right now. And then um, I I see somebody on my own mm-hmm. because a lot of things um, with the girls and even with the stuff with Brandy, like I really needed to to move forward, but move forward in a healthy way, not like holding on to anything, not. I just wanted to let it go. I actually even did like a week long um, therapy retreat called Hoffman Process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard um, of that. Because I needed, I had so much that I need, needed to let go of, not just even like what, like the stuff, the stuff that happened on this show with yeah. Brandy. Like I really, yeah, it was hurtful. It was, it was, it was so hard, and I also felt like it was hard for me not to have a wall up or be a little nervous mm-hmm. about it happening again. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I think you want peace instead of resolution mm-hmm. in life, and mm-hmm. I am like that. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to let go of things, um, even from my childhood, things that have happened, not from my parents, but from other people. Mm-hmm. And um, because I, I realized that that I was holding on to a lot of things that were unhealthy and, and, and very toxic and mm-hmm. things that were holding me back in life. Things from your childhood. Uh-huh. And then you're on this show. Yeah. And then it's like exacerbated. Yeah. It's like so even worse. And even um, like the stuff with like Leanne and the other girls. Yeah. Um, You're getting teary right now. I don't want you to cry. No, I'm, I'm promise I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to cry at all. But even the stuff with them, like it was... Like, I feel like, you know, you always have these little voices in your head. And mm-hmm. and I've always had a problem with, like, my 
biggest two things were like feeling like I had to be perfect to be loved. Like oh, that's something I've yeah. always had to work through. Yeah. And then also feeling like everyone's feelings were my fault. Mm. So like whenever something So you internalize I internalize everything. Yeah. I take everything on and it becomes very unhealthy for me to where I'm not living my life for myself. I'm living my life for other people. For other people. And I don't want to be like that because it's no. exhausting. And and you know what? A lot of people, a lot of women are like that. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah. of them. They think that if they are perfect, that that's when they're worthy of being loved. Yes. And they think that any flaw that they do, they're very hard on themselves. Uh-huh. And um, they are they blame themselves for other people being upset. Yeah. Like if somebody's mad at me, even though I know it's they did it to themselves, I would internalize that and be like, oh my gosh, well, I should have been nicer. I shouldn't have done this. Mm-hmm. And it's They're responsible for their feelings. Well, how, how has it been coming through that? Like, what have you realized? And I think this is really a nice thing that you're saying because this is something I think that people don't know about mm-hmm. you. And I think it's really great that you're so open and honest and maybe people can relate to this. What techniques or what have you learned to help you not be that way? So I do a lot of meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just like there's a thing of what you're what you're responsible for, like what you can control. Like mm-hmm. I can control myself, the way that I, what I say, I am responsible for my family and my mm-hmm. children, but I am in no means responsible for the way people feel about themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and if somebody does something and and on, even on the show and the audience doesn't give them the love and the reaction that they feel like they deserve, it's not my responsibility. Yeah, so not like your Leanne, responsibility yeah. to take care of everybody else. Exactly. So my responsibility is only the things that I can control. I can control my feelings, how I process things. But, you know, even when Leanne showed up to my house in the two-faced costume, you know, the way that the audience reacts to her and everything, that's her. That's on her, not me. Like, I can't, I'm not responsible for that. Well, I think I understand the whole Leanne thing from mm-hmm. hearing you talk right now. And I've, you know, disclaimer, never met her. Yeah don't really have an opinion one way or the other. I do adore you. But um, I think that what happens is people can see that mm-hmm. you are somebody who internalizes other people's feelings and they know how to make you hurt. I'm super and super easily that's to what ma- they do. manipulate. And yes. that's why it's easy for them because you can be a target because they know that you're going to internalize it and take it so personally. And so what kudos for you for not yeah. as much. Yeah. No, like this year I'm just – I mean, that's, you know, like I feel like anything that I'm dealing with, that's me and that's for me. I can't blame them for my feelings. Um, But the same with them. You have to be responsible for your own self and your Mm -hmm. actions and the way you feel. And at the end of the day, your happiness or lack thereof and self-love and Mm self-compassion comes from within. So I want to talk about what you just said Uh and in reference to Brandy and your friendship. Because I had um, something that I read um, that it was in one of the blogs. Uh-huh. I think it might have been one of your blogs yeah. where you were told by um, Carrie that you know you're trying to get back this friendship with your best best friend, mm-hmm. and she definitely was more angry and less open to communicating than you were. Now you guys are communicating again, and Carrie had said something to the fact where she thinks you are kissing her ass uh-huh. now, yes. so that she doesn't not be your friend. Yes, <laughs> I mean improper English. It's you get so, what I'm no, but do you feel that way? Do you think that's what your personality trait is? Yes. So during the trip to, Mm -hmm. and I totally get where Carrie's coming from, because during the trip to see Brandy's grandfather, Brandy was dealing with a lot of stuff, and she had her children with her, and it almost felt like I had to be, I almost felt like I was trying to help her with her kid. You know, I was just Mm -hmm. trying to make it perfect for her and good for her and be there for her. And I felt like she had felt in some way that I wasn't last Mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I was trying to overcompensate. Mm -hmm. And and, um, and I, I do think... I yeah. probably was 100. percent And you know, you maybe you maybe yeah. were so what you know you, you care no, about but it was, but but I would rather go out of my way to make somebody feel supported and loved and surrounded and mm-hmm. you know by support in a time that's hard, um, 
then to kind of do my own thing and, and yeah. let them handle it on their own. So it's not really that easy being the nice one, ironically. No, it's it's, it's a lot easier being nasty and mean. I think it's I think it's easier not caring what people think than it is yeah. like really caring because nobody's perfect and I feel like Yeah. But I don't believe that people don't care what other people think. I think that the ones that say, I don't care what you think, really they care, they but they to. do it in another way. Yeah. Because if Leanne didn't care what you were thinking, then she wouldn't show up in a costume like that to yeah, make fun of you. absolutely. So it's just different, you know? It's it's people, people portray it differently. People um, bring it out differently, mm -hmm. you know? Um, what is something about this season that you are excited about? Because... You're growing a lot. Yeah. You're, it's like a therapy for you doing this show. Oh, my gosh. it You know, it really was. Um, You know, there's some stuff with my son that comes out. Mm -hmm. um, and That's some of not the, easy. That's having your kids part of this, yeah, too. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. But, um, you know, my youngest son was going through some stuff mm -hmm. this past year. How old is he? He's six. Yeah. See, that's um, so hard. But, it was, but I feel like <laughs> hopefully mothers can relate. Mm -hmm. And um, and it was something that I was going through, and I didn't want to Put it on the back burner to mm -hmm. film, so I just included it because. Is it out? Are you guys talking no, about it now? No, not so yet, but it, yet. it will okay. be um, so. coming up. So things like that. Like mm -hmm. I love watching, I love watching anything with my children because I feel like it's just I can watch it back and yeah. it's like home videos of them growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, there are a lot of fun moments with Brandy and Carrie that I've had. Yeah. Um, so you had more fun. I there there's some fun times I yeah. had. I mean, it was is it exhausting? Yes, yeah. but but I try to like hold on to the good times because if not. It's going to drive you nuts yeah. and be funny about it. Um, why do you keep doing it? I mean, I asked this with all the ladies, too. Yeah, Because, no. you know, nobody understands. I get it. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's emotionally draining and your entire family's involved. Mm -hmm. Why are you doing this? Like, what's inspiring you to keep doing this? You know, um, I, I always say that I will do it until it's not fun anymore. Mm -hmm. And, That's you great. know, there's like, I think there's something like called the blessings and the burdens. So. Uh -huh. I'm religious, so like I think God gives you these blessings, and you always want these blessings in life, but mm -hmm. you don't realize that with that comes mm -hmm. great burdens. Mm -hmm. And for me, as long as the blessings out blessings outweigh the burdens for myself and my family, uh -huh. I will do it. But the moment that it doesn't, and yeah. it's and it becomes opposite, mm -hmm. I would I would 100% walk away because I feel like my family is everything, and mm -hmm. I have my babies and my husband, and yeah. that and that's I never want to be a statistic. Yeah, to oh, where yeah. you know it's just not worth it to me. So what inspires you off camera? Like, what are so, you doing now? You've got a lot of great... Yeah, so I, I love, um, obviously, my family. Mm -hmm. um, and then I've worked with domestic violence for a number of years, about mm -hmm. eight you years were, now. Weren't you a social worker before uh -huh, you met Travis? Yeah, yeah. so I was... Um, I worked in the social service field mm -hmm. um, with domestic, or I'm sorry, with Head Start. Mm -hmm. And then in, on the weekend and the evenings, I worked at a homeless pregnancy shelter. Mm -hmm. um, and I loved it. It was so much fun. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just like getting to know people and like working with people and actually helping people yeah. change their life. Um, so no, so I'm, I'm still involved, like mostly, but different like now with yeah. charities and organizations well now you can have a, bring yeah. more attention to the, these things exactly. that you really like like i've been a big sister for over 10 years my little just went to college which oh. i'm super excited <laughs> and then um i donated bone marrow this past year to a stranger mm -hmm. um through a company dkms so now i'm working with them dkms dkms uh -huh. so tell people it's pretty easy to donate it isn't is it? Yeah. Like it's so much easier than people it sounds think. scary mm -hmm. but it's really kind of easy it is it's so not that bad no and what there's so like? many people mm -hmm. uh, they need so many more people in the registry especially men and mm -hmm. people with different ethnicities mm -hmm. Um, but um, I signed up five years ago at a cancer walk, and um, I got a call right before Easter, mm -hmm. and um, like within a month, mm -hmm. um, donated to um, a lady that I haven't met, mm -hmm. but um, who needed 
um, a bone marrow transplant. And it was so, it was honestly so easy. You take full grastum for five days, you're just sore. Mm-hmm. And then you go into the hospital for Where two do days. They, where do they harvest it from you, the hip? Um, they did the jugular. The jugular, uh-huh. got it. Um, and it then, sounds so much scarier than it no. is. <laughs> no, it, was, it wasn't bad at all. Yeah, so they, but it's really not that bad. It really uh-huh. wasn't that bad. I mean, you're just laying in the hospital for two days and mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. It's like more like t- they're taking the stem cells out and yeah. then you're you're out, you're tired for like a month. Yeah. Um, but, it, I mean, but to but save somebody's life. who isn't tired life, for a yeah, month? Like I'm always We're all tired. tired for a month. <laughs> I'm tired right now. Yeah, so, but no, but I feel like it's something that um, people don't know enough about. And yeah. it's so easy to give back and donate and Honestly, people die if they don't if they need it and they don't have, yeah. you know, yeah, transplants. So, more um, people get involved. Exactly, and so that's one of the things I like is that you have this really um, caring social work background, and you like to do good things. So it makes sense. So keep being the nice girl. Thank yeah, you, you got a lot of people rooting for you. <laughs> if you turn, I'll be so like, no, never. I'll call you like, what are you doing? <laughs> never, never, never. No, I mean. It's so funny because you can be nice and still be opinionated. And I think yeah. it took me a while to get that. But mm-hmm. you can. Like mm-hmm. saying how you feel isn't being nasty or negative. It's it's having an opinion and being true to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And being loyal to yourself. Yeah, because exactly. everyone, friends are like, she's a loyal friend. Well, you know what? That's great. But I don't want to be a loyal friend. I want to be a real friend. If no. you, what you're doing sucks, I want to be able to tell, tell you that. Tell you that. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I feel like I'm just <laughs> yeah, hanging out with my girlfriends. Oh, yeah. And we're being taped. <laughs> yeah. And I'll see you tonight, too, which will be fun. It'll be fun. So you're Steph Holman on Twitter uh-huh. and Stephanie Holman on Instagram, right? Or is it Steph? Oh, no. Steph Holman's. Oh, I, I have such gotcha. a long name. So Steph Holman on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, well, it's, you're not hard to find. Yeah, Look for the blue check, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being Thank here. You. And I can't wait to see what's next. And I mean, come back every year, please. Absolutely. And, I'm going to come and all And tell time. Travis we miss him. <clears throat> I will do. All I right. will do. Thank you, babe. Thank you, sweetie. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.